I said, what you know about it? It's the stool, baby. Got the knees in plus. Young stool, baby. And the room a lot. rustic out the punchline i remember the punchline for me was like 20 minutes in and we were about to end it and then it came out that you were making them fresh as opposed to reheating them and making yeah, like dude. a porridge yeah i was like well, I, have, I have a follow-up question are you making these oats from scratch i'm not a steel cut daddy oh my god i'm an so, old-fashioned daddy that was so old-fashioned goes quick steel cut now that takes a long time i saw somebody tweeting about the steel cut oats and it was it was a joke but it was but it kind of made me think they're saying like obviously oats are like one of thousands of types of grains but Mm. it's the only one you see that is steel cut is is oat the most badass i don't know it's steel cut i mean i i mean in theory i know what it means in regards to how you have to cook them but i don't really know the process or why I feel like our, our resident like a, oat man might be able to shine a little light I mean, on Hey, oat daddy, hit us with some knowledge. It, just, it turns, <laughs> I mean, it's as opposed to like old-fashioned oats where it's like, oh, it looks like a little leaf, you know? Like a rustic flake. And a rustic flake. It just, I think it, they like, look like I think it actually uh, mills it down. I think we need to it get cuts a shirt. it down into tiny little uh, cubes. What metal do they use to cut those down, though? Slayer? Mm. The answer was steel. Oh, yeah, steel. Duh. Hi. Just kidding. You're listening to The Stew. My name is Jason Stewart. This is my favorite podcast. Chris Stewart, say hello. Hello. Andre Conaparo. The answer hello. to that was Sepultura Roots, oh. by the way. Not Slayer. Mexican Oats? Nobody messes with grains listening to Slayer. That's true. You're right. Messing with grains. <clears throat> yeah. Converge. Hello. We're coming off of a, a great episode last week that was full of, full of lots of giggles. And whimsy. Yeah. Whimsy. We were a little silly. I remember nothing else that we spoke about. We were off the wine a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Turn afterwards. We ate some meatloaf. We did eat meatloaf. I didn't eat meatloaf. Man. Yeah, you had to bounce. I had to bounce. Andre, Andre made a fantastic meatloaf. Turkeys and meatloafs. You're too kind. There's been a lot Tell of. Me more. You've been doing a lot of Korean, Korean meat noodling. Yeah, and nothing, like, I, I think Not there's literal. nothing that I would redo. Like, I did the pork shoulder and just straight bulgogi, and I mean, I could have tried harder, but the point was to not try harder, mm-hmm. and you could barely taste it by the time you finish shredding it. What do you mm. mean the point was to not try harder? The point was to see how simple, oh. apparently you, didn't, you don't listen to the episodes you're not on. Real nice. No, I never you listen do your to homework. Them. They player. all give me the willies. Do your homework. I don't like listening to them. Um, no, 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 but it was, so the idea was like, I was like, listening. I wanted to do a 48-hour pork shoulder but just like as simple as possible. So I just dumped bulgogi sauce into a bag to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Nothing really happened. Just as a base experiment. I mean, uh. at the end, I reduced all the liquid that was the bulgogi and all the fat rendering down and everything that came out of the sous vide bag into like a nice sauce, mm-hmm. That's which nice. is fine, but I could also have done that with bulgogi by itself and added a bunch of things to a pan and reduced it. I mean, I, this, that wasn't necessarily like... Because mm-hmm. you could taste it, it really didn't penetrate the meat that much. And I tried basting it while it was because I think got a bark on it afterwards. I don't know. What about maybe doing like a bulgogi injection next time? Really getting in there. I don't know. I mean, you competition barbecue people definitely inject their meat 
a lot of, it's very debatable about what it actually does. Yeah. But um did you give it a good score? Oh yeah. yeah. Whole thing. That's a bummer. It was fun. No, it wasn't it was good. It was fine. At the end of the day it just tasted the point was that it wasn't bad. It was great. In mm-hmm. the sense, it, it was great and tender and tasted good. Yeah. But when you're judging it on like did it retain any any like really of those strong bulgogi hints? I like the sweet and the tangy, like the pineapple. Was it a bulgogi bomb? It was not. It was not. I mean, then the sauce on top bulgogi. Kind of helped. Whispering bulgogis. But um, mm-hmm. what I ended up doing was, did I, I made you one, right? Didn't I make you a Cuban out of the meat? Yeah, I had two Cubans. So two Cubans. They're called Hanoi's, because mm-hmm. that's how I name them. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes no sense, because it's Korean, but whatever. Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. No. But I like it. Um, but yeah, I made. then I just turned it into kind of Cuban press sandwiches with some slaw. And oh yeah, I forgot that that's what happened. We ended up doing it for the Dodger game. That's what the, that was. The yeah, whole it was a Cuban it. sandwich, the nice flattened Cuban pressed roll, mustard and pickles, but then like a Napa cabbage slaw with with pickled daikon and carrot and some peanut mm-hmm. and some hoisin and some sriracha. Vin would and be some proud. QP mayonnaise and QP mayonnaise, and then yeah, the pulled pork mm-hmm. and then the bulgogi sauce that was reduced and cheese. Oh yeah, yeah, it's with cheese too. Yeah, it was so really good. Nice. It's just like if you tasted the pork on its own, you were like, I, I would not guess that this cooked forever in bulgogi sauce. I'm just like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, it seems Tastes like good. all those things, when you cook them down and marinate it down and all that stuff, like nothing really happens that much. Well, I mean, you other could. Other than just salt. Yeah. Well, or like a jerk. I mean, if you do sous vide and you slice it thinner next time. I mean, I don't know if it. Things like that. You know, I don't know enough about the science of the sous vide situation, anyways. I know when you marinate a chicken in any kind of citrus or acid. With some aromatics and some garlic. I mean, you taste that if you roast it with it the next day for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. it penetrates chicken in that way that it definitely <coughs> goes into the meat more so. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. I'd do it again. Maybe. But the meatloaf had a little. The meatloaf had a little gojujang in it, and that was good. You could taste that a little bit because there was a little bit, tiny bit of heat. Basted that. I basted that loaf. You really babied it. it yeah. Good to see. You got, I mean, you got to build a nice lacquer. I did four mm. applications with the silicone I brush. Real nice, but 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 the way you make your turkey meatloaf, it's just I don't know if I've had better. But it's also super clean. Like there's yeah, there's. But your secret weapon on it, I think, is the uh, is kind of making the mushroom and onion for sure slurry. Hundred percent. I mean, that's the only thing that's probably different than any other recipe. That really does it. But you, you take mushrooms. What kind of mushrooms? Cremini's. Or baby. Mm-hmm. Baby bellos. Yeah. And then you hit them in the food processor yeah. to get them down real small. Yep. Cook them down for the umami mm-hmm. with onions and garlic. Mm-hmm. Chili flake. Sure. Salt, pep. Mix that in with the, with the turkey meat. What else is in there? Um, egg. Oregano? Uh, no. A uh, cup of breadcrumbs. With a third a cup of milk mixed in. What kind of breadcrumbs? Just regular ones? Pankos. Pankos. And then... They're pankos. One wow. egg, beaten. Uh, and then like four tablespoons of something. So it can be barbecue sauce. It can be ketchup. It can be gochujang. Mustard. It can be hoisin. It can be mustard. So something in that... A combination that, of all of those. Yeah, or mustard. a combination of all those or half of this and a dozen of the other. But this, the idea is Esto. that the four tablespoons are more about consistency Mm-hmm. Then they are like what you're using. Could you so do four tablespoons of creme fraiche? No. 
No, you can't no. do that. No, papi. Mm. You want something acidy, you want something tomatoey, you want something. I mean, or depending on what you want, but if you're talking about like a regular meatloaf, mm-hmm. it always has tomato paste or ketchup or both. Or True. S- so it's like that, I mean, that would be missing if that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And salt, pepper, that's it. Brap. Comes out real nice. It does. But you, could, but you could add oregano, you could add thyme, you could add, I mean, yeah. the, the, once you like, have that, once you have that texture, and that base down, and then you can do whatever you want. But having, but that meatloaf, it's just, it's such a nice thing to have around because it's. it's I think it gets slept on. It's healthy. It is delicious. It comes together very easily. It's it keeps well, really well. And like just having like a chunk of of nice healthy protein in your fridge in a log form that you can just slice off hunks at your will, well, that's sear and make a sando I mean, out of it. That's why it's, yeah. it's in, on my list of like weekly hot, dishes. Just like when I make lentils every Sunday after the farmer's market, it's like, I can make you meatballs. <laughs> I can make meatballs, I can make meatloaf, but like that thing, like I'll take a slice off of that and put it in a pan and crisp it or put it in a toaster oven real quick and then just have an arugula salad and that's like lunch. Mm-hmm. Lunch in 10 minutes and it's healthy and you doesn't gut me and I'm happy. You could dice it and Delicious. have it with eggs. For sure. And make it scramby. Definitely. Uh, uh. Meatloaf tacos? All day. Meatloaf sammies. Meatloaf sammies. You could take the that's, sammy. that's if it's a carb cheat day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> barbecue Stop sauce it. and QP slurry. That's my Here's favorite. Here's my idea. Give you get up. the meatloaf. You cut a slice off. First you get the meal. You cut it up into little chunks like he was talking about with the eggs. Basers. But then you take those chunks and you fold them into turkey meat. And then you make a meatloaf burger <laughs> out with the existing turkey meatloaf. Is this like a turducken meatloaf situation? It's a it's a double turkey burger. I like burger. food that's inconsistently cooked. That's what it's I want. A, I want a burger where some bites are raw and it some bites are cooked into as shit. A porchetta. Hear me out, fellas. I'm listening. I just <laughs> heard. I just I, we did, and I, now I'm just yeah. like throwing it back. Yeah, you know it's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah, what I'm about to tell you is going to taste horrible. Cook Listen. some steak, Listen. throw it in your Silence fridge please. for a week, and then add it inside of a hamburger and see what happens. Yeah, it's like when you have the burger and then you like there's. They'll get the they'll get the meat patty grind and then you'll put in little chunks of a you know short rib in there like a little chunk of real steak right. in there cubes yeah cubes of real steak in there nice. but it's that same theory except it's just pre cooked who do that that's that a, a thing like a few days old no that's no, not, that's, not no, that's definitely not a thing but it could be if if Jason's gonna start it up. No, it's a thing that I've seen. Nobody likes it or cares about it, but it's a thing that I've seen before. Yeah, like, like third eye blind. No, like a like a steak burger. Well, they'll like have like little chunks of steak in the oh, burger patty. Okay, I, I get it. Saying. I just like don't I get it. Saying. I understand what you're saying. I don't get that. Well, that's a good idea. The difference, the difference in that, and I, I see what you're saying, but the difference in that is that the only thing the meatloaf is going to do is have a little slightly different texture and a little bit more seasoning. But like, if you put chunks of steak in the ground steak, then you actually have Two separate types of meat. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, as opposed to like just ground meat and other ground meat. That's the funny. That's where the funny part. I get in. it. Okay, cool. <laughs> it was not a serious thing, but but also you never know. I couldn't tell by your. What inflection. if you eat it I and it's like it. holy moly, this is delicious. Holy moly, donut shop. And this is better than a regular turkey burger. I think what would Turkey's be the, the way to sell it would be to put that in like a patty press. So it looks really uniformly, like not hand make that patty. Mm-hmm. Like in a really uniform press, so you see those little chunks. Oh yeah, you want to see. Like a, you want to see the turkey meat. You could use sure. like a pastry ring, even. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I have a you know 
Holler at your boy if you ever need <coughs> a, a patty press because I got patty, some on deck. Patty press. You hear that, ladies? <laughs> Lentils. Bad man. Patty press. Yeah, I'm not really selling myself too hard right patty now. Patty press. You know, I don't like the way that sounds. What? A hamburger. Just, just the word, just the, the phrase patty press. Does it sound violent against women? It sounds something wrong. Something wrong about it. Something's off. I can't put my finger on I like it. it. I just don't like the way it sounds when people what say What about it? hamburger patty press? Is it different with the hamburger in front? Maybe let's... Uh, uh, burger mold. Can we take this to burger Twitter? Burger mold. Patty press sounds like, a, like an antiquated slur of some kind. Is right. it like a weird like, bench press thing or like a different form of like, like working on your lats? How you, I got on the patty press You see today? the new guy, Jeff? Real, yeah. pat, real patty press. Real patty press. Yeah, this guy, the huh? reverse. The reverse. Or is like Next a thing di- you know, they're going to be letting hmm, in here. Uh, it's like the Bengals, man. Their patty press is fierce. Or it could be a football mm-hmm. defense. Yeah. yeah. The mm-hmm. three, the three, four patty yeah. press. Woo! Nickel, the nickel versus the patty press. What are you gonna do? <laughs> we got a food podcast, boys and girls. Uh, right now, I'm currently sick. I have a chest congestion and sinus infection going on. It's I've been a... consuming nothing but turmeric and ginger for the last four days, and I hate ginger so much right now. Aww. Did you before? No, you're a ginger. I'm okay lover. with ginger. I'm I'm not a person who You've likes never ginger. Been a ginger head. <clears throat> I like I like it incorporated into things, but like, and I'll take ginger shots and I'll have juice that has ginger in it. But I don't I don't like I don't like it that much. More of a gall and gall man. I I I just I can recognize that it's good for me and I'll 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 consume it for its medicinal purposes, but not because I enjoy it mm-hmm. at all. Pickle, pickle. You like pickle ginger? Yeah, like on a sush. Yeah. I like pickles. Just check it. Just I like ginger in the forms. You know yeah. what's a great Candy ginger is, great. is the ginger that's in the five-cup chicken at Pine and Crane. Really How, how's good. How is that ginger so good? Well, I don't know. Let I mean, do I think ginger. it's walked and braised, and there's a whole bunch of things done to it, but it's basically like a huge, you know, like, quarter inch round of ginger just sliced and you like can a, eat it just as is like a baton yeah exactly yeah but a there's baton huge, there's, that's what there's, they're called that's the cut it's true fuck <laughs> i wasn't joking <laughs> um but you can't so in that dish cut. there's whole garlic cloves and these gi- these big batons as you said of, sorry of, <laughs> if um, you say baton one more time i swear <laughs> spit on the olympics huh of <laughs> uh, ginger you just eat it it's amazing the way it's cooked it's so mild but still you know it's have ginger. you ordered just a side of batons one time no god <laughs> is that with the uh, imitation crab meat and cream cheese batons that sounds good that sounds good like a, like a, a baton rangoon Ooh. <laughs> um yeah what do you guys what do you guys do when you're sick i've been having a lot of soup yeah that's about it yeah i soup i do ginger but i don't Juice it. I just throw it in a hot water with with a uh, squirt of lemon and drink ginger tea like, not, with, with raw ginger. If I'm mm-hmm. not sleeping well, I'll do Tylenol PMs or Nyquil. That helps. I'll mess I, with it. I'll swallow a garlic. I feel like whole. to me, when I get sick, the worst part is not sleeping well. Yeah, <clears throat> that's Eat. definitely true. But you you said you swallow the garlic. Swallow garlic whole. Clove whole. As but I was just talking to somebody about that, and they said chewing. Actually, the process it of chewing the garlic. <clears throat> helps you absorb it like getting into your mouth pores and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but then like you that. have to do that. 
I know. Y'all need to see a doctor and get some penicillin. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, the, my trick is I fight it immediately, and I'll and I'll go to Whole Foods and just take a wellness formula, wellness pill. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll, that, be, they I'll be on the diverse. wellness or the Oh, yeah. I'm, ta- I'm taking eight yeah. wellness formula pills a day. Yeah, it's just like I'll the moment that. you start to feel it, then you just wellness yourself. Oh, no, oregano uh, oil. That's, that's my jam. Mm-hmm. Regular oil, oil in uh, either droplets under my tongue or I'll buy the pills. But I'll never put it in, in a drink anymore. Like you'll get it as a topped off on a shot. Mm-hmm. No, I just, just, I'd rather just do it straight up and then maybe chase it with something else. Got it. Yeah, it's just, it really hurts. Yeah, I, um, I made a, a mistake. I got from our mom. She gave me an, an hey, oregano oil, but it's a topical roll on stick. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, what do you, where do you put the, where do you put it? Behind your ear? I guess you put it behind your ear. <laughs> um, but I, I, w- I went in the sauna, smeared it all over my chest, like a Vicks Vapor Rub situ- situation, and yeah. it burned so bad. On your chest well, or you in have your to, nostrils? You have to be careful about chest. the sauna yeah, because your while pores you're are sick, open, dude. yeah. You, gotta be care- you should not be saunaing while you have a sinus infection or while you're sick. Because you're uh, opening your pores and you're going hot and cold, and you have to walk out of that sauna, and that's what you want to avoid exposing yourself to those kind of temperature, temperature changes. changes. Yeah. Oh, but no. we're not going to keep you out of the sauna. We both know that. I've been literally every single day since I've been sick. I've been at the gym, yeah, not working out at all. <laughs> yep. But saunaing, I'm trying to get my number up. Okay. Thirty-five minutes. I just, I think 35 this, I mean, minutes. is there a correlation that you, maybe you have a sinus infection and you're sick because you've been doing this much sauning? Like, <laughs> yeah, in the, have you, in you the midst of, this at also, all? also listeners, it has been actually kind of chilly in LA too. So going from the sauna out of, into the air conditioning, out into the world, it's actually been kind of cold. Like, last night it. was cold. I right? Was, it was, was chilly. I yeah. walked Lenny at night and had to dip back in and grab the North Face. Mm, that is an interesting point that you bring up, but I don't. I don't think so because you I don't have, want to think so. I know where this is going. No, no, no. Of course, I don't want to think so. But I've been sawning so much lately for like the last year, probably. Yes. And I haven't been sick like I am sick right now. Yeah. In months, right. like a long time. Whereas I used to get sick like this every month and a half or so. Yeah. Or like you have allergies too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the allergies, sinus infection, chest congestion, all that stuff like it happens to me. It used to happen all the time and now it happens to me like 3 times a year. Right. It's not a life. It's I don't know why. Maybe you. I just grew out of it or something like that. Well, look, I can I, detect it earlier. I would say knowing you well, I would say you're the healthiest version of you today other than your sinus infection. True like daddy. your lifestyle. I mean, we always drank a little, but it's like food-wise, health-wise, exercise-wise. I mean, you're probably the healthiest you've ever been right now. I think I agree with that. And you're vaping more than smoking. Right? <laughs> Bang. Uh, uh, also, if you're near a good girl, just go get the chicken foot. It really helps when you're yeah. sick. It's free. I am a firm believer in chicken soups. Chicken of soup. all forms. Yeah, and nationalities. Yeah. And chicken cultures. fat. Just, mm-hmm. just it's really good. Schmaltz on the on yeah, lips. Yeah, it's really nice. Okay, good. I'm sure in a couple of days I'm going to be feeling... By the time this episode you comes out... You do not want to sauna a chest infection or a respiratory infection out of you. That's not. You do not like chase it out like a ghost. But also, a like flu, when you perhaps. have like a chest congestion, don't people say like to take like taking a steam shower is good, though, because it opens up your, opens up your lungs? I don't think I'm qualified to up. give that advice, but I don't, I don't really think... That's something that I've always heard, like when you have a chest congestion, like... Have like a steamy, steamy like steam shower because it'll, it'll kind of like loosen up yeah, your but I think congestion. I mean, I, you also were throwing around the terms a lot. I think respiratory infection might be different than congestion in degrees of like how significant that is. I got both. You got both. That's a great. Well, I mean, right there. if you have a respiratory infection, you should be on antibiotics. 
as sure. opposed to like you know congestion or a cold. Like if you have a serious, you might want you know. But you also don't seem that sick. Yeah, hear it in the voice. Yeah, yeah, hear it in the voice. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not like fully done though. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a bunch of shit. Unfortunately. Yeah, you're gonna go. You're gonna be a NASCAR guy. Yeah, I'm gonna go tomorrow to Fort Worth, Texas, to go to a NASCAR race for some reason. Because <laughs> someone wants you to go, and it doesn't Good cost you any Toyota. money. Shout out to Toyota. Love you guys. Thanks, Toyota. Hey guys. I'll be there taking pictures of. NASCAR people so eating barbecue that's probably not going to be as good as I want it to be mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Who knows? Your mind will be blown about the outfield and the tailgating around the event. It's, a, it's, it's literally a small city for three days. It's so impressive. Inside, it's like, meh. This car is going around track. It's fine. I mean, if you like it, it's, it's, I'm sure it's awesome. But like, as far as like, Don't the inside, like it at all. Go inside. You're not gonna like really. You're not gonna see like the hillbilly. You're not gonna. You're not gonna mm-hmm. see what you. You're not gonna see what you think or what you associate in these parts with NASCAR. Mm-hmm. But you will outside in the tailgating. Right, right, right. I mean, it's a big like, city. It's crazy. Fort Worth. I reckon so. Yeah. Well, speaking of it's that, it's not like some bumpkin town. Um, my friend Jimmy Scott on Twitter. I sent this to you. He hit me up. He's got. He was uh, talking to Andre, by the he's way. He's sending over. He's him and his wife are big fans of the stew. Thank you. Thanks for sending over Shout a variety Thank of elk loin, much. burger, tenderloin, and roast, plus a bonus antelope German brat and breakfast sausage. Everything he sends, we're going to cook and we will talk about. Absolutely, mm-hmm. methodically. I can't. Can't. Thank him enough. How appreciative. That's probably the greatest thing that this podcast has ever gotten me. Shout outs to the Scots. And I think I'm he really was excited. living in Montana last I'm super time. Super excited to try it. Hey, all right. He's the plug. And he's the plug. He's the hookup. Um, and if he wants us to try anything, I'm more than happy to, like, hey, yeah, I'll mm-hmm. hit it for you. Much like how I'm going to a NASCAR race in Fort Worth, Texas, we will do anything if it's free. That's true. If you give us free anything, we will cook it and eat it. I'm pretty sure I'll go to Redbox if it's free. Just pick up that Blu-ray for the night. <laughs> you just, just run out the door when I get mm-hmm. that email. Hey, mm-hmm. tonight we're thinking of you. Speaking of, well, one thing I didn't do when I was free is I went to 7-Eleven, speaking of Redbox. And the, there's this guy, there's like these two teenagers behind me in line that were super stoned. Hmm. And they they found like a strange in a Seven Eleven. Uh, yeah, yeah, teenagers in a Seven Eleven. You should have called story, somebody. Check listening. for their parents. It was strange stuff. But uh, they had they were like, "Hey man, do you think this sandwich will be free?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about? It's not gonna be free." And then I looked on the sa- sandwich and it said, "Sample food not for sale." And I was like, "Where'd you get that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's over on the shelf." And I looked over and there was like ten. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving turkey sandwiches. So it was like a Seven Eleven sandwich with like turkey meat and cranberry schmear, yeah, and like a slice of cheese or something like that. I'm just gonna tell you right now, I'm I'm guilty of really enjoying a Thanksgiving Day turkey sandwich. Wait, why? Love it. Love it. Yeah, there's no guilt involved. Okay, just no saying. way. So I'm like, I'm I doubt that this is going to be free, but good, who knows? Good eye though. So the kid. He's like, oh, can you ask her? Like, I'm too stoned. Like, he was just, like, giggling. He couldn't handle it. So I grabbed a sandwich from him. I'm like, yo, this sandwich says not for sale. It's a sample. Is it free? And the, and the woman working at Seven of them was like, shit, yeah, I guess so. And then they, they just, their eyes went lit nuts. up. They went over there and started grabbing sandwiches. I went over there, grabbed a sandwich, 
opened it up and looked at it, and I, I could not take a bite. It was so gross looking. Yeah, like it looked it looked beyond. Is it jail the sandwich food. that comes in the plastic container shaped like a sandwich? Like those the tri- the triangles? triangles? No, it was sub that. It was just sub. Whoa! There's no sub that. It was sub that. You found the basement. Those things rule though. Are, do they? No. Only just in like uh, aesthetics. In aesthetics, completely. Yeah, they're iconic. Mm-hmm. But mm. I've never had one. They are iconic. But yeah, I think it you was... just gonna go ham and cheese. That's the only one you can really do and not want to no die. No tuna sammy. <laughs> no chicken salad. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> just a ham and cheese. No, yeah, don't recommend that. Nothing heavily mayoed. Just a chi actually is fine. Yeah, you could probably get away with that. It's refrigerated. Diet. Those things though. That too. They are. I think they, they, the shelf life. If I, if I go back and remember, and the the manager serve safe class thing I took, those things are actually shelf stable for like seven to ten days. Right. Fair enough. Um. All right. Well, now let's start talking about a little Jonathan Gold list, boys. That person. I feel like it's kind. Of, yeah. All right. I'm in. Oh, we should do it. We do it every year. But sometimes I just look at the list and I'm just like this. This belongs, and this is good, and th- there's a reason this exists. But I look at all these places, and I'm like, who can eat there? Who can eat at these places? Well, there actually is a... T- a lot of people can. I noticed he, he peppered in yes, some spots that are uh, no, the, no, on no. the low dollar. There are, there are, like, night markets in there. and I mean, like, like Far East Plaza. The big, the big news this year is, for the first time in, like, 15 years, he took Golden Deli off the cut. Yeah, and it was just funny, because I had just... Done and we were talking about it last week. I was going to get yeah, there. I was going to parlay. It was I mean, so the, good. I'm not saying, like, you can't eat at these places once a year, or you can't eat at these places once a month. No. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's kind of like... And, and he's not pretending to do something that is what I'm describing. He's like, he's not trying to give you, like, oh, everybody should eat here every night. Right. No. Which is fine. But for some reason, I look at him and it's like, this is brutal. Like, this is just like definitely like, but also how like one hundred and one privilege or ninety privilege in eleven places. Yeah, but also like that's that's the reason why these people create restaurants that cost three hundred dollars a head is because they want to be the best. And if you ignore them from the list of the best, then. Then what's the point? No, yeah. no, 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 no. I totally agree. I'm not saying that I am. I'm not complaining or that I'm right. But I look at the list and I'm like, well, that's not exciting. Like, right. of course, like everything on here is that good because it's that expensive. Like, yeah, it's kind of like like when you see like the best cars of 2017, and it's like, of course, it's a Lamborghini, a McLaren, and a Ferrari, and I guess there's not a lot. Like, of... Yeah, that's great. I'm sure this half a million dollar car is the best car. I'm never going to touch one. I'm and I think he smell would, I think anybody could argue too that there's a lot of like sleepers in here and things you can like Baru's in here, Chengdu Taste is in here. All of those places you can eat reasonably, and they they are that good. So yeah, maybe I'm just, maybe you know, I'm just like bitching the, and I shouldn't the, be. If you look at the bottom end and the top end, of course, but the, towards the hundred and the one on one, there's plenty of. I'm just bitching. I think I'm just looking at like the first but, I mean, ten. And I'm just yeah, like, God damn it! Like you, you, I was noticing there's just a lot of places that are super duper new, and it's almost like he's trying to put you onto them. Even mm-hmm. like Little Sister's not as new, but like Spring and a lot of the other mm-hmm. like like Spring and. Uh, Church, the real church new. and state around there, which is surprising, you know. Well, church state for years was just have, was kind of like a squandered waste of a beautiful space, and then they really righted the ship, and it's like mm-hmm. really swim. But yeah, it's, I thought it, church and state was fancy. Hell. It was fancy, but then it, you know, everyone sometimes restaurants fall off. You know, it had a great well, it beginning. Was the, it was the outlier. It was the early one downtown. Yeah, the only yeah. show in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right, well, I'm going to start at the bottom and just go through the hits because we have a... We could be here all... You're starting at 1 or you're starting at 101? 101. Okay. 101, Nickel Diner. I have no idea why Nickel Diner's on the list. He does not deserve to be. He loves Nickel Diner. I don't know and why. It's, and it's kind of come back around, supposedly. Really? Yeah. I think he's, that's the thing he's trying to put it on. And 101 is always deserved for the... Like, to, you know, show some love. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Wait. Yeah. But I guess they were also, like, an OG downtown thing, like... They're back fine. I don't... I, I mean... I When's the last time you guys went? A year ago. Okay, shoot. But also they're famous for like donuts, and I don't give a shit about donuts. Okay, yeah. Unless they're like real interesting. Langer's at ninety six seems a that little makes me sad. far down on the list. That it makes me be sad. A lot higher, considering that their their dish on the menu is often regarded as like maybe the best dish in America. Yeah, in the world, or the sometimes best version the of pastrami in the world. Yeah, they should be definitely, and they're it's reasonable. And yeah, I mean, you, it's also you can split it, so it's definitely reasonable, for sure. You can share it. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. that's that's kind of a Union in Pasadena. We did not like, but it seems like we're the only ones. So I think we just had yeah. A really I think bad people are coming night. around. Yeah. I think we just had a bad night. No, you did. I think I like it a lot. Marisco's Jalisco, very good. Anani, which is very delicious. It's only a taco truck. Lincoln went up one spot. I love. I always like Lincoln a lot. Sap Coffee Shop. What was there last year? In LA Institution? Yeah. It's been on the, that, 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 it's, it's a, probably been on the list as long as we've been living in the LA. The great thing about SAP yeah, is yeah. that it opens at like eight in the morning. You can yeah. get boat noodles at eight <laughs> in the morning. Rice you can bars get, up there? You can get crispy, crispy pork belly with yeah. Chinese broccoli and a fried egg and rice at eight in the morning. That could be the, how many people have had that all nighter style? Like you stay up all night and wait. Never had it all nighter, but I've had it like at nine in the morning being really? like, I just need boat noodles right now. It was a rough day. A little Vietnamese coffee mm-hmm. and some boat noodle. Get your day started. Read the paper. It helps. I'm intrigued by the meals by Jeanette or Gannette. I don't know how to pronounce the Ethiopian joint. I've heard good things, and I'm glad it's on the list. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I can't remember the last time an mm-hmm. Ethiopian joint was on there. Um, yeah, Marouche in East Hollywood, that Armenian spot. I don't really like Marouche very much. I think Carousel is much better in my what opinion. What do they do? It's like a Lebanese kind yeah. of food. But was, I, I've never really liked it that Because Adana's on there, and people say that's for Adana, and that one's I'm sure really good. That's like, like North Glendale. Rafi, Rafi Kebab is not on this list, and I think it's way better than Marouche. Rafi's what number are we so at good. right now? We're kind of putzing around. Marouche is 91. 91. Okay, so we haven't gotten to where Oh, no, 87. 87. Son it's of not. a Gun at 85. That's fine. That's another restaurant that I just don't even remember or never even think to go Jelena to. Jelena at 75 I thought would be farther down the list. Sujita at 82 Classic yep. ramen Maybe my favorite Oh ramen. it's excellent Probably They're all just so different That one's a gut bomb it's, But it's really really good Atari sandwich shop Very good Love Atari Bloodsoes in Compton Specifically at 77 Ooh. Not the other one Okay Squirrel at 69 Seems Almost friendly In my opinion Considering I feel like the the company it's in. Sure, mm, I think I think Squirrel sixty nine right. seems low. Low, yeah. Hmm. All right. Personally, well, and also Grand Central and Parks Barbecue seventy three. My opinion, the best Korean barbecue in L A. It's the best Korean. I mean, barbecue it in LA. should be. Yeah. It should be farther because it's just like that's birthday barbecue. Yeah, it's really really. And good. It's not ridiculously expensive. It's when not. You, it's totally. There's worth a list it. with like cut and you know. 
mm-hmm. all these other restaurants that are ridiculously expensive. You don't, you're not specializing in beef. Mangled afterwards. Yeah, I've kind of. Well, they have such a you big okay. ass banchan that I've been there, and and you can get like a plate of meat and then a plate of mushrooms. Yep. And you're you're out of you're out the door for forty bucks a head, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with like a little bit of beer, and it's and you're eating like a king. Yeah. You know what I noticed in the. Uh, Grand Central's at 61, and I have to agree. I think that Squirrel's probably better than Grand Central because every time I go, it's just like this place is so expensive, and it's and none of it's really convenient anymore because it's either Grand Central Market. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, I've just noticed. Every, there's nothing like there. The new stuff. Nothing there, there is cheap. Like, like really? nothing like quick. It's like nothing like very rarely you're gonna find something that's gonna be satiating that isn't like a really greasy taco that's good, but like something you, that maybe. You want to have for lunch that's mm-hmm. like good fuel for the day where you don't What's feel expensive? like crap. Fifteen bucks. Uh, fifteen would be fifteen is really expensive for me. Grant, it is a stall. It's where you walk yeah, up. It's, 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 weird. A, it's kind it's of like, like it should be cheaper. Okay, with, it's, there's no stable service. It's just I think it's, it's too sort much of turned money into like thing. a food court where I don't necessarily want anything there all that much. Yeah, or for lunch. I'd rather have some of those things for dinner or like hangover vibes, but right. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna eat a thirteen ninety nine salad, I'd rather have it yeah. be at like a nice fancy place with with like beautiful fancy. decor That's... and a good atmosphere instead of. I like, like to know that I can have a place to sit. Yeah, I kind of agree. Actually, and like, I, wait, I haven't even I, thought of it. But the way you're describing it, it's like I agree with those statements. Well, because like. It never used to be that expensive. Crammed into like a little. Oh hell no! It stall. Never used to be that expensive. And even though some of the newfangled ones, the one that still hold the the, the bookends of it, literally and figuratively, G and B and and uh, and Exlet are still the most affordable things there. Mm-hmm. Exlet is totally well priced. That's true. Exlet is. I was going to say G and B. I mean, yeah, like, but what they do, the the, the amount of work they put in compared to another coffee shop, and yeah, the, but then but and then there's like gonna... four hundred people working there. The labor is insane. Right. I'm just saying, look. It's not cheap coffee. No, of course not. And so, if you're pulling that string out farther, if it's not cheap coffee, then it's not cheap tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Great but value. I would say, Give it- still, like the number one stunner is the carnita spot in the front mm-hmm. on Broadway. Very, very good. Yeah, sadly, that's the and most satisfying. Th- that's bite the cheapest, in the market. and yeah. it's probably the best bite in the entire place. And it's also pound for pound, dollar for also dollar. Also, the f- a free bite because they you, give you a sample. You're mangled. You, that's tiny almost free enough sample. for you. It's not that tiny. Mm. I get it's I, not it's an ass kicker that place that makes me I I get the itis real quick from that spot. It fucks you up. Yeah, uh, but I think my first favorite thing there is maybe like the sticky rice. Sticky rice is great. Sticky rice chicken bowl. Pasta company's great. Bill Campo's great. I mean, there's they're like, all great. There's a lot of things that are great. I I think I don't know. I guess I guess I agree with or I see what you're saying, but I don't feel that way. I understand mm-hmm. the perspective, but it's like I still. Get excited to go there, and I always get something that I really like. And the thing I haven't gone at the pasta company apparently has one of the like five best French dips in LA, which I didn't even mm. know about. Oh, I'm not surprised. That's that that goes back to bat with like coals and no shit. It's really and, good. Just, it is really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, the fish place. Who does the fish place? Oh yeah, Bumbo. That had a nice I mean, fish stew there. That's really Wexler's good. Sandwich is great. Wexler's Jewish deli's Super really good. good. But you're just not always like. It's the, just like a, a quick lunch where like I kind of. I guess it's the the falafel place is just so expensive. It's like it's like eleven dollars sandwich and a thirteen dollars salad. It's like it's falafel. Yeah, but that's like, doom price on. Yeah, but it like 
Dune is a restaurant that doesn't play a food stall price for rent. I don't care about the location. I just care about the quality of the product. I don't give a shit if it's table service or chairs or if it's in a stall or if it's in the back of somebody's car. I'm just like, like in my head, I'm it's like fine. it's chickpeas. Like, in my head, it's like, right, why? Right. I was like, how does this cost so much? Oh, you could do that about so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like, okay, I, then I, I'm reserving agreeing with you a little bit because if you're basing on like it's a stall i'm not getting weighted out on a table that kind of stuff that doesn't enter into my mind about like the food's expensive versus like its value but all those places are good and some of them are great oh yeah they're super good and and my favorite coffee shop you also there's nothing you can't get at that market within reason i mean yeah you can't get like ethiopian or korean barbecue but you can get coffee Baked goods, pasta, breakfast, beer, um, barbecue, Juice. beer, wine, kombucha. Great to great go. Store, Clark Street's like, in there. Great liquor store. Um, so I mean, beer at the liquor store. Good God. <sighs> wow, man. What? No. I'm telling you. It's I a great like, liquor store. The booze and the wine is well-priced, but it, bizarrely, no, I'm just making a point. It's like, I, it's, 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 moral I, of the story, it, we all hate Grand Central Market. Yeah. And Not it true at burn. all. I love it so much. I feel like, yeah, I bought beer there couple when scott was in town when we all went to the dodger game we went down there it didn't seem overpriced it burns tonight. but all right mm. fair enough mm. uh um, number 66 playground in santa Ana. that's dumb it's not in la and that restaurant's not good <laughs> uh galagetza in koreatown 64 hot fire of course yeah that, i do like that he's naming places like grand central market because he also names uh Far East, Plaza. Far East Plaza. Mm-hmm. Which it's smart. It's smart. That's I, a good I, segue. I like that. But it's also kind of a bummer when you're like Howlin' Rays. And you're like, That should have been split off. I was really thinking that too. Mm-hmm. Not that everything else isn't great. Shout out to Alvin. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer for all the, com- all the restaurants. It, I in, mean, but I'm sure that's something that Jonathan Gold, the, the wise man that he is, toiled over for a long time deciding on how to do true. it. It's the best fried chicken in L.A. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like it by a reasonable a reasonable amount. Somebody might be like, "Well, I grew up in L.A. and this is my favorite. I love like Honey Kettle because like I grew up on it and it's mm-hmm. got that place for me." Diners is a vibe. Diners is good. Gus's is good. Crawford's is good. Crawford's is good. But Crawford's, you, you can have a beer and watch basketball. They're, right, you got to give him a little give him a little nod to that. You're gonna skin like it's de- it's reasonably. Yeah, the best fried chicken in LA. Yeah, I guess you know what the thing is. It is a sure. Crawford's is a bar that has fried chicken. Helen Ray's is a fried chicken spot. If you ask you know? me which one I want to go to, I might even say Crawford's more often than not. Yep, because that Budweiser has ice floating in it it's coming off so the tap. It's sick. amazing, mm-hmm. and it's got the little TV, it which is nice above your head. It's kind of cool. Yeah, Buck Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you're gonna ask me who's got the best fried chicken, it's still gonna be Helen. Um, so Mian is at fifty nine. And Chengdu Taste is down there at like twenty, so they got they got two big hits in here. Yeah, yeah Mian was good. I don't know if it deserves to be fifty nine. I don't think so at all. Um, I don't know if yeah. I don't think Mian is above Kogi or Grand Central or or score or Aburia Raku, which is you know one of the favorite Japanese restaurants of of chefs and food people in L.A. Yeah. It's so wild the stuff they do there. And what number is that I'm missing? That one is, yeah, that one's in like West Hollywood. If you haven't been there, that's where they have like this thirty dollar bento box yeah. for lunch. That's crazy. I've been to La Casita Mexicana in Bell, and it 
Maybe it's got the wrong. Thing. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that one. That one, it looked cool. It's just famous, like it looks like it's a, always popular. It kind of looks like a cantina, you know. It's just not. Eh. Um, AOC fifty-seven classic spot. That's fun. Yeah, but, I AOC's mean, mod, um, mod at fifty-three. A lot of people have thought like that's the best. Sometimes is the best meal in Los Angeles. I've yeah, heard from a lot, a lot of people. Lot. I hear that more often than not from people. And to have that be. <clears throat> Sitting f- at fifty three is kind of a bummer. It's one yeah. ingredient per month. Yeah, they should. I feel like they should be a little bit higher. Yeah, but hey, what are you gonna do? And Adana in Glendale. Dude, what is Adana? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Adana is know, supposed to be the new, new. thirty four. Oh, come spot. on, gold. Salazar at thirty four is crazy because that's me. I mean, the place itself. I love the area and I love the layout of it. I think it's nice and it's, it's exciting. Been open for six months. But the food is mediocre. At yeah, best. that's really surprising. It's not bad. It's also expensive. It's not bad food, but to be to be ahead of Atari and Park's Barbecue, I mean, that's crazy to put them at thirty. I mean, to be ahead of Pac Pac, really. I mean, it's right I behind Pac Pac, but still, even to be ahead. Of yeah, well, let's he, not jump ahead, guys. Let's not jump ahead. We he, can jump ahead all day. Does he? Ooh, we're on fifty-three. Put new as a huge factor as to whether it's good or not. Apparently, because he's little, you know, there's a right. springs at the tip toppy tip tip top. There's something. Salazar, I smell. Uh, All right, guys, rat. we're Mayola. we're fifty number fifty petit trois. I love it so much. I don't love it so much. It's I great. love. Their I like om- it a lot. Their omelet is their omelet it's is like, one of the best things I've ever had in my life. Other things were okay. The, the vibe, the decor, the cocktails are great. It's such a good idea. Maybe I need to go. I, I do want to go back and eat there, but when I went, they were just open, and it was like very uncomfortable. Tartar escargot. Ooh. Yeah. The bread and the butter. Ooh. Yeah, I know. It's really good. Oh, I need to. I had the tartare and I didn't like it that much. And I had the escargot, and it's delicious, but it just tastes like butter. Yeah, that's good. You know, but you know what's interesting? So many other things I could have that taste like butter. That doesn't cost like $28 or whatever, probably. Belcampo Santa Monica is not on this list. Yeah, that's funny, huh? That's, that's, that's sad. I also don't think that's right, considering some of the stuff that's on here. I think Belcampo Santa Monica specifically should be on here. Yeah, and if you're listening, we're just three guys who are stating our opinion about how we oh, feel yeah. about it, and there's a lot of other people Nobody who has disagree. ever made a documentary about either of us, and our combined <laughs> total Pulitzers at this table is a zero. So we're going to remind everyone of that. The, the year's not over yet, though. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Petit Trois at 50. Mm, interesting. I, I have to go backwards. I'm glad local middle is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, local main list. That's cool. cool it's, still it's still like the sneakiest place. Like if you're gonna go down there and you need to get coffee, like just to get whole beans, it's like seven dollars, and it's mm-hmm. like great, great coffee. Sneaky. Shout I think if anything, I'm just excited or fingers crossed that it's gonna do what it wants to do. Just seeing the impact of that restaurant in that neighborhood because when it started, there was a huge pushback of like, oh, there's all these people that are blowing up this neighborhood, taking up all the parking, mm-hmm. don't want anything to do with this neighborhood. They're coming for this restaurant. They come here, they drive away. It's thinned it out. Does like, it does mm-hmm. nothing except maybe employ 50 people. But it's like... That's awesome, This though. is not... That is awesome. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's also the hope that this place had. I mean, you need instantly 50 of them to make an impact if that's the only impact that they're doing in the, right. yeah. in the neighborhood. And, and, and I'm excited to see what I it does. I think they're on their way. I hope we'll they're see. on their way. I, know, I think Oakland's a bit more successful, actually. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that. It's, I a, it's know, a grand but. task to attempt, but it's great that somebody's attempting it. 
Because yeah. I, you know, revolutionizing fast food in low-income neighborhoods is like at a small, at a, something well, at a affordable awesome. price point. Yeah, I'll say just the one thing says I've been their egg sandwich. They kind of emulate that really institutional square from like McDonald's, where you have like that rectilinear formed egg unit, or maybe it'd be on a sandwich, just be like a, a circle of egg, yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. it's sort of in between yolk and white color, like it's just mm-hmm. this weird color. Then they have that on the sandwich where it's almost like tofu, like silken tofu. It is the trippiest thing. Well, I used, like we used to make fantastic. that at home all the time. We, had, we would have the little mm-hmm. glass ramekin bowls, and you just crack an egg in there. I hated eggs. And so you, you microwave put, it. Right? Yeah, you put a paper towel over it and microwave it for like a minute, and that's and you have a, so an egg McMuffin egg. There's it doesn't taste like it's been microwaved. It's like I don't know. It's a trip. I guess you guys got to try it. it, it, it it's it like a, it's nostalgic. It reminds you of the. Oh, they're past, probably definitely steaming. Though. But it, it's, it's just, if you're about a fluffy texture, that I mean, no, it's not. It's like silk and tofu. Silk it's and really tofu. interesting. I don't know how to describe. And it. There's no way they can use a double <laughs> boiler. I mean, the classic. A, the classic know. technique for insanely fluffy eggs is using a double water boiler. Yeah. But there's no way you can do that to order. No, they're not doing that. Look. No, those are, they're all pre-made. Like you could tell. Yeah. It like looks like it came off a factory. It looks like you're eating like a bad boy sandwich, but it's really good. Somebody smarter than me is making it. Uh, number, <laughs> right. number 48, Connie and Ted's in West Hollywood. Solid. Institution. They have a nice... I don't, it's not an institution. You don't think? No, it's, it's only been there for a couple of years. Oh, okay. It's like that, it's like the gay seafood that. place. They have a nice chowder. Huh. Chowder. Um, Broken Spanish downtown. I still haven't been to Broken Spanish. I've, I've had their food at... No, I've only had BS. I've been to BS Taqueria. don't like it that much. But yeah. I've heard nothing but great about Broken Spanish. Salt Square is always on there. Um, it's very good. Yeah, Far East Plaza at 41. Oh, yeah. Soon. Far East Plaza has a new uh, tenant. It's very, very soon. Our ah. boy Eddie Wong has Bauhaus, Bauhaus going in there soon. Right next door. To Helen Ray's, Helen Ray's, where Pock Pock was taking which, over the Pock Pock, which is funny because there's uh, another Loud Tows upstairs, and I heard he was thinking about doing bell buns and then stopped doing bell buns because <laughs> came in. So yeah, that's that works out very well for Eddie because he can just slide into that kitchen Ugh. so perfect, like it's it'll be turnkey for I mean, him. He told me, I mean, it, he told us about it like a month or two ago, and it's gonna be open like next week mm-hmm. or this week. Insane. Good for him. Good for, um, good for us. Yeah, Pock Pock LA at 34. That's good. Good for him to do that. Alma at 33. My boy. My boy and girl at Alma. I just ate there on Monday. Had a very good lemon tart. Their, their steak is is my favorite thing on the menu there probably. How do they do it? They uh, they super slow cook it over Japanese coals, rotating it constantly. Well, that's what he was doing in New York, right? Yeah, same way he's doing. Yeah. And then there's a brown butter bernays, and right. then I think they cook uh, chanterelles the same way, and it's just real a real good, nice pink all the way through, chewy but melty. Still a little firm, but has a good char, like all that stuff going How on. How big, roughly? They're 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 kind Ten? of like like eight How, ounces. 
Oh, yeah, probably eight. It's a small portion. It's it's a refined portion. Um, Gorilla Tacos at 32, very tight. Super good. Salt Secure at 31. I'm surprised to see them that high up on the list. 30. You got, you're not going to it wrong. Salt Secure is good. I, I keep forgetting to go there. Salt it's, Secure is really good. Just they do a great brunch. And they moved. I forgot. Yeah. I heard that's not as good at the new location. C'est la vie. Um, Elemento at number 30. Everyone here loves Elemento yes, a very, lot. Yes, very much. Uh, OTM at 28. Still need to go there. Chengdu Taste at 26. Classic. Classic. Baru at 24 is very dope. I think they just... I mean, I don't know if they deserve that high up, but they definitely deserve to be placed well on the list because it's fucking tight. And how long has it been there? Uh, I can't find the rush I was thinking of. Like a year? I'm coming back to list yeah, now, boys. Wild, yeah. yeah. You've been to Baru, right, Andre? Uh-huh. Love it. But that's my wheelhouse, baby. Yeah. A little mm-hmm. Korean, a little fermented, a little pickled, yes. clean, mm-hmm. makes oh, you feel happy. Yeah, okay with it. The Price is meat-free. extremely Korean reasonable. Would rather pay, it is Korean squirrel. Would rather pay money for the quality of ingredients than the decor and atmosphere? 100%. 100%. Yep. Um, Shunji, Sushi on Satel, another classic. Night Market Song at 19. Love that place, of course. And everybody who works there, they're all great. They're super nice. Hi, guys. Shout-outs to Kimmy in the building. Uh, Republic. Yeah, Bestie at 18. Oh. I have. I mean, I got a thing with Bestie. People love, love it so I, much. I hate Bestie. I mean, I don't hate Bestie. <laughs> but I just, like, I, I find the experience to be inside because of who I am to be miserable. And I understand so that's hard. why there's parties of 15 people going there for their birthdays, and they're going nuts. But the idea of eating inside that place, no way. Mm-hmm. Can't deal with it. It's like literally like the, the club equivalent of eating food. Yeah. yeah. It's like the three in the morning Las Vegas club, but you're spending a lot of money on food that's good to pretty good. Mm-hmm. And the fucking most expensive overpriced wine list I've ever seen in my just life. Just so not like, interested. Just unreal. Bestie. But God bless them, they're probably sold out every night. And I've never know, seen servers fun. more stressed out. Bestie, I think I've said this before, too. It's also like the people, like, I know people, like, in Newport are like, yeah, we're going to come up and go to Bestia for oh, dinner. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's more, more Orange County people than You were going to drive there. from Newport to eat it? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, Have you ever lived in Newport? <laughs> you really are, like, you don't live in L.A. You're practically a tourist at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do not take people to Bestia when they're tourists. Best no. is half the people that go there. I feel like don't live in LA, and on any given. Then again, people just love but it. But hey, so good much. for them. They're fucking printing good money loops. over there. They are printing. Uh, Republic at seventeen. Animal. Shout out to. Re- I mean, Republic. That's. I feel like that's an institution, super busy all the time place, but it's the food is is satisfying and solid. It's the. It's probably the place I like to eat at the less that has the food I like the most. Yeah. Like you go inside and you literally walk past 15 tables of people talking about, you know, industry stuff. Yeah, it yeah, sucks. Yeah. But then you have the food and you're like, this is a really good food. I had yeah, an awesome. unbelievably good steak, <clears throat> unbelievably good hanger steak there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the food there, it's kind of like if there was a really good restaurant in the lobby of an Ace Hotel in Midtown. And that's kind of the feel I get. But the L.A. version of that. I'm tired sometimes when I leave having used all my effort to not be annoyed at the people around me. Right, but the food's so good. That well, I, I, you, I will go there. You need. I, I like to look at like going to places like that in West Hollywood, that sort of area, as like just 
do it at once in a while just to see how the other side lives so you can be grateful that we live over the here on the good, chill though. side. I'm not going to knock the food. <clears throat> Cut at number 16. That's oh, also burger. Pretty Their impressive. burgers salt. Like, I would yeah, say I top, a burger there a couple weeks ago. Top yeah, five yeah. burger republic for sure in L.A. It's mm. a really good one. Cut. Ridiculously overpriced. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of the... I mean, I don't know. It's good, but it's very expensive. <laughs> That's a Ink. lot of sense. I did not know people still go to Ink. Number 14? I mean, it looks interesting. I mean, 15? It always is going to look interesting. I don't know. I've I mean, eaten there a couple times, and I'm always like, Ooh, what's going on here, dog? It's just wacky all over the place? It looks it's like it's it. It's okay. I've never eaten anything there where I'm like, holy moly, this is good. It just looks I do like wacky. a sandwich spot. I think in the... I like sack. 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 Sack just closed. Sack. sack was so good. It was I really good. Liked it I feel lot. like... Sack couldn't cut it. I feel like we're getting into this place where... To be that far into the list at 14, it's like, no. You have to be exceptional. But I think yeah. that there's... No, I think when you look at the names on this list in the top 10, it's like, is it the best? Is it the greatest that LA has to offer? And to me, it's no. But is it certainly some of the most exclusive, most expensive, and kind of the most difficult to find those ingredients, to find that preparation, to find that kind of quality. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a place there's a place in to judge for that in this list. But it's I look at it and it breaks my brain because I'm like, no way. Now, these are not only not the top ten in LA, but also I feel like from all the things that Jonathan Gold has turned me on to, these are almost like not his top ten. Right. But yeah. but that's me judging a guy who I've never met, never had a conversation with, and yeah. don't know, and, and saying like, so I'm not arguing, but it's interesting to me the stuff that kind of made me like a worshipper of this guy, the first guy that ever got me to San Gabriel Valley in early 2000. Mm-hmm. I know, I'd been here for three years and not gone once, mm-hmm. and I look at this and I'm like, yeah, this is literally a, t- a list of the ten most expensive places in LA to an extent. Mm-hmm. Or you could bring a few off. I mean, they're not yeah, the like, most most expensive. Yeah, it's, like, it's 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 bummer yeah, looking it's at they're all free weird. and four dollars. Looking time. at Inc. at number fifteen, and then number twenty two is Nanaka, and they did a whole chef's table episode devoted to Nanaka, and everyone's like, you know, saying all these amazing things about it. Yeah, and they're just like, yeah, we'll do that right there. I mean, I I would bet that I had a better meal at OT and must have had a cut. Um, <clears throat> Luke's at number 14 Which is a solid place That I have not been to in a long ass time Well It's as expensive as Yeah it's gnarly I mean it, it's it's up there It's hard to get there dog Especially considering <laughs> What else you have Yeah I feel like I mean but maybe 10 years ago Luke's was pretty tight Number uh, number 13 is Animal Which I really I've been really wanting to go back Animals to are Animal. always good Animals. I've never not had a fantastic. Animals always good. It's just like this quintessential restaurant where I just you go forget in, to go there. All it's the unassuming. Time. It's not flashy. It's just great. Yeah, and the service is great. Really, like, and the, it's not too big, not too small, not too loud, not too quiet. Mm-hmm. I think you look at Son of a Gun and John and Vinny's, and they they've kind of like gone bigger in their interior and their aesthetic. Totally. And animals stays stripped down and totally very much subdued. to like it's still great Dimly I lit, hope they don't ever change the arts that right seeing the bars sick but I mean we so I'm good. sure like we haven't been there in a while right uh, it's been like a year and a half two years? years yeah like there, there's, there's probably so many cool things on the menu now oh, oh yeah don't don't know that. that's the thing you can like you can always feel like if you haven't been in, in six months or th- even three months someone's like you want to go to animal 
you know that if you go, you'll probably find five new things to try mm-hmm. if you wanted to. You, yeah, and they'll still have their big, you know, oxtail poutine yep. on the menu and all the classic stuff. But then they're, they're going to have some, you know, I look on their Instagram sometimes and I'm like, oh, they're, they're doing some wild stuff. Also, as we get into this list, I mean, as we're getting to the top ten, Everson Royce Bar is not on here. Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, yeah, I really think it should be on. I really, it, really think I'm it should be on there. Like, I thought that same I'm thing. I'm not saying super low, but like when you somewhere, when, when you're dude. getting somewhere in the 101 to not have that place on this list, dude. There's service, everything, the, dude. The service, the cocktails, the wine list at the price, and the food, the every beer, single dish. Right. Crazy. That's not. And also on a here. week, the, the a week or two. Is nice. This list came out a week or two after the the times or. Either times of the weekly did like a big story about how good Everson Royce Bar is. It, the best it is, biscuit in LA. It is my favorite place to go in downtown in LA. LA. Mm-hmm. Just for like just beers and a hangout. You could go with like catch up with friends you haven't seen. You could go on a date there. It's like yeah, you perfect can, for both scenarios. By far. And the patio is gigantic. It's got bocce. Rustic Canyon at twelve, my neighbor. Shout outs to shout outs to Mans over there. I just saw him at Whole Foods. Rustic Canyon always has wild stuff going on there. I don't know mm. if they still have the green... Four years. The oh, green pozole. The green pozole is my favorite thing there. Okay. It's crazy. I've never been to Q Sushi downtown. Have you guys Same. been? No. That's a pricey one. Um, I've heard nothing but good, though. Yeah. Twamek at 10. I support that. I think Twamek is always doing wild shit. Yes. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It's dope. And it's not that expensive. It's not that... Yeah, 85? In the sense no, that like that, that is a special meal. Eighty-five bucks is not what you drop on a daily driver mm-hmm. for dinner, or mm-hmm. most people don't. It's a, but when you put what it's going to cost you to eat at like the the bottom thirty here, Chihuahua might be the most reasonably priced restaurant in this group. Sure, and uh, it's 100%. Pr- really small, right? Compared to the other oh, places, yeah. you go in these mega plexes and, and have the these whole dinners, vibe, and the you whole feel vibe like a special, it's a really tiny nice. fish in a big pond. But yeah, you feel really special. You when feel you're like you're part of like a special thing that's happening. They appreciate that you spend eighty-five bucks in that place, even though they know that they could charge. And I've never had. I don't. I can't remember the last time I had better service when I went to Tromac. I say, Moza Plex at number nine. That's Moza, Kispaka, and Austria, and yeah, and Austria. I I think it deserves yeah. to be up there for sure. Oh, yeah. you know? If you're gonna okay, see this is the thing. It's like, <clears throat> but then Kispaka should be in that top. Kispaka should just be there by itself, mm-hmm. and the rest of it should be farther down. And I understand when you group all those together. Yes, you have a super restaurant that truly, all of those places you mm-hmm. will have an excellent meal in. But Kispaka, you know, people who listen to this know how we feel about it. I, I would say. It yeah, should be I, I would say I say Osteria should be at like sixty eight. Yeah, I say. Moza should be at twenty two. That's super good. And yeah. Kispaka should be like nine. Yeah, that's Agreed. what I say. But I mean, I, I understand the point too. You you loop all that together, and then you have room for other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even how much I disagree with some of the things that are in here. Yeah, but, uh, even uh, though even though you uh, hundred and one seems like a lot of spots. So he did Far East Plaza, Mozaplex, and then he did Grand Central, Grand Central. Grand Central Market as a cluster. So Grand Central's like sixteen restaurants. Yeah. Far East Plaza is like five. Yeah. Multiplex is four. Yeah, so... Cheating a little bit, Jay Gold. So the Multiplex, that makes sense. But like, yeah, like we were saying before, like Howland Rays is like, what the hell, dog? Like, we're like the most talked about restaurant of 2016 in L.A. And we're just like in the 60s lumped in with the guy who sells like some dumbass thing. Yeah, not tight. We're lumped in with the guy. Chago would not make this list... And like, if it was the Jonathan Gold top 500, Chago wouldn't be in there. But but rightfully so, Kogi made it. 
Hoagie right. is a lot better than Jago. Yeah, 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 for sure. Agreed. I'm not saying all his food. No, 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 no. I, no, I, mean, no, I know what you're saying. No, but like, like Chago. This like, is me agreeing with you. Like yeah, Chago yeah. is the is his the my least favorite thing he's done. Look, you hate Roy Choi. We get it. It's fine. Nah, I love Roy no, Choi. Damn. Roy, Roy's the guy. Yeah. Okay. Pot did not make it. Mm. Or commissary. Or commissary. Give oh. me that commissary. Bummer. Just noticed that. Um, Cassia oh. at number eight. That's like the one restaurant that I want to go to the most on this. I mean, spice Yeah, Same. That's, it's on my. Yeah, I was gonna ask like what are, what are our favorites that we haven't been to yet that we would like to go to. Taco Maria. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of people were complaining that Taco Maria is not in L.A. Yeah, I've never been. And he keeps so giving it go. such a well because it's the L.A. It's the L.A. list. It's a, the it's a periodical. But he nowhere does he ever state that these are L.A. only restaurants. I think it's pretty much implied if it's the Los Angeles Times because they have the Orange County periodical. Register. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's a food... I don't know. I don't know. I I'm okay with it. I really do. That, that every, to me, I have no problem with because he's got things in San Gabriel Valley. He's got things yeah, in Yeah, it's out of LA, technically. I'm okay with it. Well, that, that, I think there's, there's two places that are not in LA. One of them's in Garden Grove and one of them's in Costa Mesa. SGV is in LA. Chengdu and Mian. Yeah, but I feel like that's sort of LA. That's like, close like I can I can get to Chengdu with no traffic in 15 minutes. Yes. Costa Mesa is 45 no. to an hour. Well, yeah, I that's know. a fair argument. Yeah, of course. I'm just I'm I'm not saying personally. I'm saying I saw a lot of people complaining. Like, why is this very valuable real estate the top 10 of the best LA restaurants occupied by a place in a mall in okay. Orange County. Hey, get your ass down there and figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I still have not eaten there. Not you. I'm saying like, yeah, if you got to, you know, yeah, this, his, his, his argument is that it's there. Um, spring at number five downtown. I've not been there yet. It's like so new, right? Super new, yeah. Super new. I walked by. It's beautiful. Look, Sean at number four, a lot of people were complaining about. I've been... Uh, <laughs> Complaining about? I've been to Lukshan like a, maybe like three years ago or something like that. It was okay. Yeah, that's all I've ever heard. And everyone else seems to think that's okay. But there's a lot of. I mean, there's a yeah. There's a lot of those but restaurants in the bottom. Number four. In the three. Bottom you got 20. the list all twisted. Number th- it's three. Number three. Jeez. Learn to read an Excel sheet. <laughs> no, well, there's a number next to the number. I'm sorry. Hmm. I thought. Well, never mind. I'm okay, teasing, we'll keep going. But yeah, I, I think that one is... Look, Sean, a three. I mean, I, had, I knew a girl that waited tables there. I was like, oh, just get this, this, and this, you know? <laughs> and that, you know, and she likes the dude. Because, you know... Yeah, that's the guy from... Father's Office. Father's Office, right. Yeah. Uh, Sengi. Right? Uh, number two, Shibumi, yeah. which is a very new place that I really want to go to. But that was the big one. That was the that's huge, like a, who that the was what the now? huge that's thing. That's the Takamiya of this year. Oh, yeah, it just opened mm-hmm. up at number two. Mm-hmm. Maria was two last year, right? Am I tripping? Wasn't it? Correct. Yeah. Two or three. Yeah. That was a splash. Yeah, I've not been know. there. It looks really good. I, I, I can admit, I know nothing I'm sure about it. it's going to be impossible to get a table for the rest of the year now. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Providence. Providence at number one again, a restaurant that I will, unless I get really rich, so I'm not going to eat at. And the wine pairing alone is just insane. But what, he, but what they do there, what he does for sustainable seafood is pretty mind-blowing. I'm totally sold I'm on sure. it. It's like, I, now really it's like at 70%, the fish is all local to like Los Angeles area. It's no longer stuff flown in mm, from all over the world. So gnarly. He's really working it's hard dope. at doing that, doing amazing things. That's with, really impressive. Yeah. 
So, all right. I got no problem with that. True. Hats off to you, Providence man. You're doing the Lord's work. We're at the end of the show. Stewie, what's the best thing that you ate all week? Actually, I just had the hummus plate at Dune, and it was so much better than I remembered. <coughs> the Dune hummus plate, I um, eat that once a week. I just, I, I'm never over there, and I was so happy, and it was better than I remembered. Every little quadrant has its own little weird pocket of interesting, concise flavors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a blast of cinnamon out of nowhere. Just, just like, whoa, this is wild. Perfectly pickled. The textures are great. The texture of the hummus is fantastic. The price is right. It's like seven fifty. It was full. We all, I mean, the three of us kind of nibbled at it throughout oh, yeah. the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. Andre, mm-hmm. what's good? You go. You go. I'm still debating. I mean, I really think that my favorite thing that I had was this week was your meatloaf. Oh. I'm going to go your turkey meatloaf. Uh, a tear rolls nice. down the eye. That's so sweet of you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bam. That's Bam. a knuckle right there. That was good. We just fish it was everything that I wanted to eat. Made me feel great. Give it up. Either, it's either been that or it's been the uh, shot of apple cider vinegar I've been taking every morning. Yeah, so the not so <laughs> pretty uh, sparse playing field for Damn, my meatloaf homie. to jump into. <laughs> I like that. You cut it with water next time. Apple cider? No, I just take a shot every morning and then I, so, I chase it down with my smoothie. That's just harsh on your bud. Try it. Cut it with water in a little, like a little eight ounce glass of water. Okay. Man, put that much in; it's so much more enjoyable. I will. I'll do that. It is really like a shock to the system. I don't like it. Sometimes I get it, first thing I eat. I get kind of queasy, like when you have wheatgrass. Oh, very queasy. Yeah. I'm very yeah. Queasy. No, please. Oh, then, dude, cut it with water. Okay. Yeah. Pro tip. Thank you. Glad I brought it up. So I think <laughs> um, I haven't been hitting restaurants that hard because I've been catching up. A lot. I thought you were going to say it was going to be the Reese's Pieces Klondike Bar. Uh, <laughs> oh. I would not be mad at you. No. Nor, nor should you. You can say it. It's it. I'd be pumped. I almost said the Cougar Nachos. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> Big shout out yeah, to Los Feliz. Yeah, real quick. In, in, Los, in Los Feliz, on, in eastern Los Angeles, there's this little shitty hole-in-the-wall restaurant called Cougar, which is the combination of cucumber and yogurt in one word. Hyper unassuming. Very unassuming. It's a restaurant that you would only order food to go from, but they have this thing called Med Nachos, Dang, which man. I can only assume stands for Mediterranean Nachos. Or and like nachos medium has, bodied, or me, or medium bodied, and the word Nachos has an e in it. It's Nacho E S. So it's all it's all messed like, up, <laughs> but it's like super super fried, super crunchy pita chips covered in like a spicy. Kind of yogurt mayo sauce. There's a lot then, going on. And then crumbled feta, <sighs> sliced gyro meat, avocado slices, green onions, and it's like $7. Like in the broiler because the feta's all it's melty really and gooey. And it's really good. It's really good. Super crisp. Like really well done pita chips. Don't feel good after. What you got? Well, this is not, this is not a surprise, but it happened to me this week, so I'm just going to say it. I went to the Americana to try and get a new iPhone. Couldn't get one. But mm. I did go to Din Tai Fung, mm-hmm. which is always amazing to me. And there's two things to mention. One, just the cucumbers off the appetizer is some kind of wizard magic that I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And they're just super simple cucumbers and a little bit of mirin and toasted sesame oil and a little bit of chili oil. I, it's just it's ridiculous how good it is mm-hmm. considering how simple it is. And I, I can't replicate it. If I got in that kitchen, maybe. But also, if you got the if you got the recipe book, 
But the inside baseball is they do dumplings in a spicy sauce, but you can order the spicy sauce on the side. It's a little expensive. It's like five bucks. Okay. For how much? This bowl of warm spicy sauce comes out. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on in it. Similar flavors, but it's so good, and it's so good on everything there. I won't ever go and How spicy is it? Scale of one to ten. Oh, like a three. It's not even that spicy. But it's so delicious. And because it comes out warm... As opposed to just a cold sauce, mm. everything you're adding it—it's not cooling anything down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I just love dentai. I can eat dentai fung like five times a week. Mm-hmm. And also, I've never left there, and I've eaten way past any reasonable amount, and still left there not like ready to fall down. Yeah. Like I don't know what it is about dumplings, or because mm-hmm. it's all. It's all rice flour used in all of the dumplings. And, and also rice doesn't never really breaks the bank all that much. No. Nah. Decently priced. No. And it's so good to go. It is. It hit. really is. It's so good to go. And it's a shit show to get Everything. there. And it's, it's like, it travels so well. It's such a good pro tip. My runner-up was going to be um, Doc Boggy, sliced Doc Boggy with um, gochujang and vegetables from the Prince Hotel. Mm-hmm. Or the Prince Hotel with the Prince. The Prince, Park. yeah, yeah. Princes. The uh, the rice cake tubes, yes. Oh, uh, that's what those are. Book buggy, yeah. book buggy, so good. All right, boys, another stew in the can. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for telling a friend. Really quick, if you know somebody who likes food and podcasts or just cool dudes talking shit, send a link to your mom. Shout outs to moms. Shout out to moms. K two twenty two. Hey, mommy. You can find me on social media at them jeans. Under Kanapar has no social media, so if you are friends with him, you have to contact me on Facebook, and I will relay him a message. Which happened this week? That was pretty funny. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, I got a Facebook message from somebody who said who was a, a teenage friend with Andre, who was yeah. like, "How does a guy in LA not have any social media? I can't Shout find this guy online." Martha Scherzer, now Martha Stryker, with two kids in East Palo Alto. Ooh, good to hear from you, girl. What up? What it do? What's good? Stewie Stewart. Grammy. <laughs> I said the worst thing I ever said. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Bye. <laughs>